Hello and welcome to Odd Spots. My name is Ryan Mullen and this is my podcast where I'm talking to people in a different place every damn time. On this episode, I talked to David Haddad, who is just full of highly entertaining stories about comedy and music and Moncton and so many other things. Uh, we did this episode at the Ottawa Art Gallery, which was both of our first times there, and it was just full of great-looking art. And you know what? It was free. It was free just to go in this place and see all this amazing work, just like this podcast is free. Uh, so thanks for clicking on this. I appreciate it. Here's the episode. I'm here with David Haddad. David, where are we? What does it look like? What are the sounds you might be hearing during this episode? Uh, we are at the Ottawa Art Gallery, and we are in a certain exhibit. There's people enjoying the exhibit, and uh, hopefully they think that we're just also art because we're kind of just in the corner. <laughs> yeah, we were done by Mark Gl- Klintberg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of Mark Klintberg plaques here. Yeah. Uh, we're next to a tapestry. There's a woman with a George Costanza haircut like a, oh, pa- yeah. a, a picture not an actual woman yeah <laughs> but yeah I like that one a lot yeah I didn't even see that one that was a good one that's yeah, cool yeah there's a lot of really yeah, this one's called facing and so yeah a lot of about faces yeah I guess so, so. Cool. and this one I guess I don't know how this one's yeah, involved, it's just a but. tapestry a large checkered tapestry yeah no faces I don't know uh all right so I wanted to start with you um about about comedy, of course, but you t- actually took the script writing program at Algonquin, yeah, right? I did, yeah, I yeah. almost took that one. Uh, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I was in professional writing for okay. two years before that. Okay. And then um, the head of the program came to our class, and she just sort of did like a spiel, and okay. they, they kind of recruit the pro writing students sometimes. Mm-hmm. So me and a couple other people were like, yeah, that sounds cool. Um, I was always into like... I guess like comedy mm-hmm. and I movies and shit yeah. like that. So I just, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll get into that. And I did that. And it was kind of cool because, uh, that's how I met like the first like comics I knew. Mm-hmm. So that's how I ended up like getting into comedy. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and so if those comedians weren't in that class, how long do you think it would have taken you to do stand up? I think it probably would have still happened, but I, like I'd been in the city for like three years at that point and okay. I, I hadn't even gone to yuck yucks ever. And like, I was super interested in all that stuff. And like, when I came here and like I did see like a flyer one time for like like stand up comedy open mic yeah. and I like I think I took like a thing off of a the number yeah the, the number bottom? yeah yeah like whatever wow. it was an address or something okay yeah and I just like put it in my pocket and never did anything with okay. it um so yeah I don't know I think eventually I probably would have gravitated towards that stuff okay yeah um, but it definitely helped I. Yeah, I was in a class with uh, Andrew Wombolt, mm-hmm. and then I don't know if you know uh, Kennedy Ryan and Daniel Araya. Uh, a little bit, yeah. not really. When I like first came in, they were both doing like a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm. they both uh, ran swizzles at okay. certain points and stuff. Okay, yeah. and that's a, such a great way to get into it when you're like, <laughs> oh, just talking to these people you know and hearing their experiences. Oh, oh you're doing it? To- yeah, yeah, totally. Like I would just hear them. They would kind of like gather together. Because yeah. no one really knew each other yet, and they sort of knew each other through the scene. Yeah. So I'd hear them talking. They'd be like, "Oh, like, did you hear like Greg's opening for Tig?" And I was like, yeah. I, "I don't know what that means." Like, yeah, and <laughs> how big of that is. Yeah, yeah, I was like, "That's cool as fuck." And I was like, "I don't know who Greg is, but it was Greg Houston." But <laughs> yeah. uh, that is super cool. Yeah, and I just hear them talking about like their sets they were gonna go do and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And it was like, I don't know. I was like, I know. I think you were like this. Like, I started as just like a huge like comedy podcast nerd. Yeah. I just listened to all that shit all the time. So, you know, you just hear, like, buzzwords, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah, like, that's cool. I've heard, like, 
professional comedians talk about that all the time. Yeah, you don't even realize how much you're learning. Yeah. It's like as if there was like a class and like, a, I don't know how good you were at school, but this is like, we actually are learning a yeah. lot, but it's just something we're super into. So yeah, it doesn't no, exactly. feel like learning. Oh, no, totally. Yeah, I was terrible at school because I was not interested in any of it. Exactly. So. And then this is something you care about. Yeah, <laughs> totally. No, yeah, I would just, I worked at a gas station. I would just listen to like hours of podcasts and oh, like okay. comedy albums and stuff. And at a gas station? Yeah. How, how are you doing the work? Usually had like one headphone in. Okay. <laughs> While you're working yeah, as yeah, a yeah. Like the cashier, like yeah, the yeah. Well, okay. I would just there's a lot of time to like lean against a wall, yeah, okay. and uh, be bored out of my mind. So I would just like yeah. listen to like you made it weird and shit like yeah. that, and uh, yeah, that like, but that was like even that was like four or five years before I ever even did comedy. But I was just yeah. like absorbing it for like ever. And now you uh, you're a dog walker yes. and you that's listen the, to that's it. the natural transition. And no, but I mean you <laughs> listen to it just even more now, right? Because oh, yeah. you're constantly. Listening oh yeah, just... that's all I do is listen to. Pod- <laughs> I don't even listen to music that much when I'm working because yeah. it drains my phone faster for some reason. Oh, really? So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just listen to five hours of listen to people talk <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Wow. Uh, so what actually brought you to Ottawa? Because you're from Moncton. Yeah, um, I came here because I was from Moncton and okay. wanted to leave. <laughs> but what was Ottawa specifically? How did you pick I Ottawa? literally was just like, okay, I think I should probably go. I was like 24. I was like, I think I should probably start going to school. Okay. Um, and I was like, kind of like writing. Mm-hmm. So I literally Googled like school for writing and Algonquin College was the first thing that popped up. And I was just because like. Because of A? I'm probably, <laughs> maybe, I guess. Maybe they're paying for ad space. I don't know. That's but like, funny. It was literally like the internet equivalent of like throwing a dart at a map or something wow because <laughs> i was like yeah that sounds good whatever that's so funny i think i've heard that from other people I'm just <laughs> like there's no real reason it just yeah. sort of happened yeah. i was like whatever i just need to leave this place my like n- mind-numbing job and shit and uh yeah and then just came here and didn't have a job for a really okay. long time and just went to school yeah and, and uh, how would you describe moncton like i actually you you'd said you were from moncton i'm like i think i know where that is and then it turns out it's not in ontario <laughs> no no <laughs> so i had no idea new brunswick yeah it's in new brunswick yeah. um it's cool. It's like, like people talk about uh, Ottawa being kind of like a small, big city. Yeah. Okay. And I would describe Moncton as being like a big, small town. Okay. So it's just like, it's, it's a small, like intimate town, but it's got like cool stuff going on, I guess. And like, yeah. it's got a good vibe. Um, it's kind of fucked right now, actually. Like a lot of weird, a lot of murders are happening in Moncton right now. Yeah. I had Googled it a little bit just to see what it was about. And I had seen five years ago, like the shooting that went there. Oh, yeah. The, the Justin Burke shootings, man. Yeah. That was right before I moved here. Okay. Uh, and it was crazy because, yeah, so there was this guy, Justin Burke, and he went out and, uh, yeah, he murdered like three policemen. And it was like a whole like manhunt thing for like yeah. 72 hours. And like, yeah. it was fucked because like I, uh, I used to be in a band and we had just like recorded an album that day. And then we just went to, like, my buddy's house. We were on his back deck, like, having beers, like, celebrating and just, like, getting stoned. Yeah. Uh, and then someone was on Facebook and was like, oh, something weird is happening. Like, there's maybe a shooting. And my friends was like, oh, I have a police scanner. Like, oh, let's, yeah. let's just listen to the police scanner. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that'll be hilarious. And, like, we put it on and it just immediately was so, like, dark and intense. Tra- and intense. This is real happening Yeah, and right we're like, here. holy shit. And then we're just, like, we hear them, like, talking about, like, uh, sending out, like, a chopper to, like, look from overhead. And then we, like, hear it on the thing and then realize we are hearing it like above us wow. we're just like holy shit uh and we got like quarantined there for like a full day we weren't allowed to leave we were in sort of like a lockdown zone okay so wow. i had to like sleep at that guy's place and we had the <laughs> scanner on all night and it was just like it's pretty intense really wow yeah, yeah, yeah. that's nuts and what was 
the deal with this guy? Did anyone you knew knew know him? Or a was, little bit. Or? There was like really loose okay. connections, but um, yeah, I didn't really. Okay. I've heard of him, and I knew a couple of people that were friends with him and stuff. But yeah, no, he's uh, he's in jail now. They got him. <laughs> it okay. was fucked up. Man, he was like dressed like Rambo and stuff. Like it was yeah. it was crazy. So that's kind of marked, I guess. Okay. <laughs> One other thing I saw that was interesting. Can you explain to me how magnetic hill works? I can't. I'm not intelligent. <laughs> um, it's an optical illusion, I think. Okay. It's yeah, one of our attractions, I guess. You park your car, you put it in neutral, and then you roll up the hill. Yeah. Yeah. And I've done it like a bunch of times. And it works. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you mean optical illusion? Because it's not a real hill or I guess. some. I don't know. Like maybe you're going down. It looks like you're going up. I mean, that's the only way it makes sense, I guess. But. <laughs> I don't know. I've looked it up before. There is explanations, but uh, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. It's like a thing when you're in high school and you go like, drive in there at night when there's no one working the gate and you're all just get stoned in the car and like do it and like this is kind of cool. I guess. Yeah, it's this is what people come here. Yeah, it's really slow. It's not like it's a thrill. And so that's in like the Maritimes. I know that's like a term that's very heavily used amongst what areas? Anywhere by water, right? On that. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, like Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. yeah, and then like we got like Cape Breton and PEI and yeah. um, Newfoundland and stuff like that. And so that term, I find it was interesting because I actually had never heard that term before okay. when I moved to, I was living in Montreal and actually there's a couple of things that I wasn't taught. Like when I first moved to Ottawa, people on the, my first day of class in like middle of March uh, started standing up at the beginning of school and saying, oh, Canada. I'm like, what is this? What's going on? Like, <laughs> you, we didn't do that at our school. Oh, really? And so that was new to me. And then my teacher was like, I'm from the Maritimes. So she would say that all the time. And I'm like, when was that? <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> like the, I, a, a point in time? Like the medieval Maritimes. times. Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of it before yeah. and so there was many confused days for me where <laughs> i never heard that no, so fun. that term is interesting where it's just like it's a, a group it's just like through all these different places not one spot yeah not really but it. i feel like it like encompasses like a very specific like i just think of like a fisherman or yeah. something like a, okay and like i don't know a lot of people are just sort of like that it's like i don't know not fisher i don't know any fishermen i guess but like people who embody the spirit of a fisherman okay <laughs> and that's also like the area where like trailer park boys are like yeah do yeah. you know any real life trailer park boys no but the guy who played cyrus uh yeah. is, is a cab driver in moncton now okay oh, <laughs> yeah and he'll like and he'll pick people up and they'll be like oh cyrus and like he'll put on the sunglasses and like call people a dickhead and stuff he like puts on puts on the show i guess wow and uh, fuck i had a friend who uh yeah because a lot of it was shot in uh, truro nova scotia which okay. is not too far from moncton okay i had a buddy who was an electrician and he was doing some work uh in truro and they would stay in a hotel and uh the trailer park boys were shooting there and he saw uh, the guy who plays mr Leahy mm-hmm. uh was just out in the parking lot like going like to his room and then someone just like yelled out, just like, have another drink, Leahy. And then he just put it on. He just like turned on the drunk and started like falling over <laughs> tables and stuff and like prat falling and just like wow. being hammered and then just went to his room. And it was like, man, hell yeah. <laughs> that guy knows how to do that. Yeah, he's, he's really good at being drunk. Yeah. That's, I think that's a lot of the comments I'd heard. It's like I had to be so drunk every take. And it's like, no, you're just really good yeah, at acting. incredibly good way. at putting it on. I've seen him do it in like news interviews and stuff too. Like, wow. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. That guy's, yeah, Trailer Pro Boys is. Uh, was it big around here? Because it's huge, like, back home. I would say so. Yeah. It's kind of like how Letterkenny, it's not from this area, but still, like, yeah, Canada yeah, yeah, just yeah. likes it and represents it. Like, oh, certain yeah. er- type of Canadian. <laughs> I think, yeah, it, I think it became, like, the identity of a lot of, like, East Coasters. <laughs> like, Definitely. A lot of people I know just sort of talk that way. And, like, it kind of, like, if I'm home and I'm drinking, like, it, it just kind of flips into yeah. that mode. And I sound like a, an idiot. <laughs> but we all do, so I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so you'd mentioned yeah, listening to so many like comedy podcasts, and I, I was the same way. That's why I learned a lot. If you knew somebody that was going to start taking a stand-up class, which 
podcast would you recommend instead? <laughs> I would recommend, uh, yeah, I guess it's a way better idea to just listen to a bunch of podcasts. Better free. Um, yeah. I would say um, definitely you made it weird, but probably like from 2012 to like 20 early 15 maybe. Okay. That's where I like anyway. I just like that kind of air of it when he's like hasn't really hit a whole lot of success yet. Sure, yeah. So he's still like kind of relatable, (laughs) (laughs) especially the early ones where it's just like him and comics and they're usually talking about like coming up together in Mm -hmm. rooms and stuff and like all that stuff. Like I find all the early ones of that. This is Pete Holmes. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I guess I should have clarified. Mark Maron, what the fuck with Mark Mm -hmm. Maron? Any comic that you're like, oh, I like that comic. Like I'd like to hear about their story. Like he's always really good with that stuff. I I don't always listen to his, but I just saw he had one come out recently with uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio and I'm like, Oh, okay. That's that sounds like a great oh, episode. I will, They're just talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. and like all these other things. I but. will absolutely be listening to that. I, I don't listen to it that much either anymore. So yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. One thing that I think I, I uh, really like about you and your style of how you dress is just kind of like me, where you kind of when I see you, I, I think the same way before I go to a show, where I'm like, I want to wear what I'm most comfortable wearing, what I would wear hanging out with my friends, and then that way it's like a kind of true self of, uh, of you up there rather than what do I think would look cool or wearing, yeah. I would never be able to wear a suit and tie because that's not my thing. Well, other people no. can do that because they feel comfortable wearing that. Yeah. I think a suit and tie would ruin a lot of my jokes. <laughs> I don't think it would work at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. it's better to be you. And so you have a lot of really weird, I'm looking, I actually didn't even look at what your shirt was until just now. Yeah, and it's named uh, Shannon and the Clams. Okay. And yeah. so, yeah, it's got some interesting different <laughs> pictures on it. Yeah. There's like um, a banana with a finger coming out of it. Yeah. Well, a lot of bananas. A lot of bananas with different things coming out of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and so if you were a cartoon character and you were forced to be wear just one of your shirts forever, which oh, shirt shit. would you want? I would actually probably wear something pretty, uh, plain, okay. like just like a striped shirt or <laughs> yeah, something. You wouldn't like, have to be stuck to that one weird thing. No, but if I did, like, I don't know, maybe like a, I don't know, just like a, just a circle, like something really plain. I don't know, like, okay. I like weird shit because okay. like, I do, I draw like a little bit of art and stuff mm-hmm. too. And I like really weird, like. I don't know, like Invader Zim style, yeah. like weird cartoony shit. And um, yeah, but I don't know. My my go-to would probably just be like a striped shirt or okay. like a baseball tee, something standard. Yeah, okay. Nothing too flashy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a cool, actually, thing of uh, Last Man on Earth. You watched that show? No, I've, I've meant that's a Will Forte. Yeah. I know. I think I just watched the pilot and then I like fell asleep or something, but it's okay. like on my list to get into. So that one's really good and cool how... It, every episode he changes his shirt to be a different kind of funny design because he's one of the last people on yeah, earth yeah. and so there's all these shirts available that you can just go take and <laughs> oh, wear awesome. a new one every day and never have to do laundry and stuff uh, like that i'd love to never do laundry <laughs> fuck i yeah. hate laundry man yeah but it was funny yeah you just mentioned um your art so that's called mold soul yeah it's like my I, yeah my tag i guess yeah. or whatever my handle for when i do that i'm, I'm very infrequent um when i do art but I, now you also put it on like a comedy poster so you're, you're combining like oh we need a poster so why not do yeah, I, cool I try to. I'm like a terrible procrastinator with that stuff. Like I have to really be in the zone okay. and like want to do it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll like, because I produce with Andrew Wombolt, we produce shows mm-hmm. and he'll be like, yeah, do you want to make the poster? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. And it'll be like a month and a half in advance. <laughs> yeah. And like, it'll get to like three days before and he'll be like, yeah, like, are you almost done? I'll be like, yeah, like almost. And I like haven't yeah. even started. <laughs> and I just, and it really stresses him out and pisses him off. And uh, we agreed that I would never do it again, but now I'm doing it for next month. Oh, so. okay. And you're going to start a couple days before. <laughs> I'm, I keep telling myself, because I'd like to do it on mm-hmm. time, uh, but I just probably won't. <laughs> But I don't know. It's interesting you said that, yeah, your go-to is kind of like Invader Zim-ish. A lot of your things are very space-based, where yeah. like that's like the background. Yeah, I got like this space. tattoo I made. 
You made it. Yeah, well, I drew it. But which a, a which one? Both oh, of them. Okay, yeah. So there's a little <clears throat> bomb man with a penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's sort of like a weird five-tentacled octopus with a planet tumor coming out of his head. And so you designed that and then brought that to a tattoo artist? I have a friend okay. who just has a tattoo gun. Okay. And oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that sounds kind of sketchy. Um, all of my tattoos look pretty sketchy. But, um, yeah, she just has a gun, and uh, she wanted to practice. She practices on herself sometimes. She has a lot of tattoos, and she, okay. she was like... She literally said, like, do you want, like, some shitty tattoos? <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and I figured if I drew them, I can't regret them as much. So I'm just like, because okay. I, like, I like my shit. I'm full yeah. of myself. So <laughs> I don't no, I think that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good to like what you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some kind of self-esteem. Yeah. No, actually, I think I'm getting one uh, today from her. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah later today. Do you know what that... Yeah, it's another, be. it's, you sort of said space stuff, it's like a planet that's uh, screaming, I guess, it sounds stupid, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot of my stuff is like, I don't know, faces that are usually upset or something. Okay. <laughs> not sure, I'm not sure why. Okay. Yeah, there's probably, I could probably go to a therapist about that. <laughs> <laughs> are you a fan of Rocky and Bullwinkle? Uh, I don't, not really, I guess, but I, I do, I find it pleasant, but I don't watch it ever. Okay. Cause it, do you know who directed most of the episodes? No. His name was Dunn Roman. Whoa. <laughs> okay. No, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So I was in a band called yeah. Dunn Roman, yeah. <laughs> sort of like an acoustic folky thing I did with my cousin. Um, no, I named that after, uh, my favorite book, um, is Sirens of Titan by okay. Kurt Vonnegut. Okay. Um, and there's like a character who exists on a planet and he's kind of like jumping through time, but he has his like kind of his own personal Taj Mahal on this planet and it's called Dunroman. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I changed the spelling like a little bit, but okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the way it's spelled is this director. Really? Like I Googled it just to see what it meant Whoa. and this guy popped his IMDB and he directed a lot of the episodes <laughs> of Rocking Bull. See, I kind of thought it was pretentious to name a band after like my favorite Kurt Vonnegut, like kind of subtle weird thing but it would be way more weird and pretentious to name it after the director <laughs> of several episodes of Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's interesting word. I might claim that now from okay. going you can yeah, yeah, yeah you can yeah, do yeah. that and so um, when you're not doing that anymore um like whenever I'm home we jam mm-hmm. like uh yeah my cousin him and I played music together for like we started when I was like 15 and I'm like 29 now so like we still play all the time we were in bands that's like all I did in high school yeah was music and um it was always with him and we were in like you know like emo bands screamo bands metal bands punk bands um mm-hmm. and then folk we did a little bit of folk and stuff mm-hmm. so uh yeah we do, we'll do that like my dad always makes us play for him when I'm home oh, cool. he'll just like be like okay well I'm gonna get you guys a bunch of beer and you have to play and I'm like all right whatever <laughs> that's fun <laughs> yeah it's pretty fun uh, and then I was in another band with him, uh, which is also when I go home, we'll do like one kind of like holiday reunion show, I guess. Oh, nice. And uh, we were called the Human Comedy, which is weird. Cause comedy? I'm, yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't doing comedy when I named that band. <laughs> the uh, Human Comedy. I literally was like stoned in um, the library in high school and saw a book called The Human Comedy. I was like, that sounds like a cool band. <laughs> I never read it or anything. I was just like, yeah. That's that's like, kind of like a good article headline. You just read the headline. You're like, yeah, that sounds good yeah, to me. Yeah, sounds good to me. I'll and take just... that face value. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we have a band called that, and that's more of like a punk thing. Okay. And uh, yeah, I do that every year when I'm home, and like it's pretty fun. Just scratches the itch, because I don't really play music here anymore, so. You have, you've released some of your own music, though. Yeah, yeah, every once in a while, I'll just, because I screw around in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a condenser mic for a while, but then it broke, and I just got a new one for Christmas, so I'm hoping to start doing more of that. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, just do like kind of because I didn't know how to play guitar uh, until I moved here. Okay, that's like, why he would be playing it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And he's like a. It, there was no need for me to learn. Like okay. he was, he was very, very good. <laughs> um, actually, we got we started learning guitar at the same time when we were like. 13 or something uh and pretty soon on i was like i'm you know what i'm just not gonna but like he immediately was so good and i was very shitty oh okay. <laughs> so i was well. just like god this is not making me feel good i'm just gonna <laughs> stop and then i was like no one's singing i'll learn how to sing and i like took vocal lessons and stuff oh really yeah, yeah. how did that go it was like, good yeah I, yeah i liked it it was um like by is it one on one or are you in a, a how does that work? It was one on one. Yeah, there was just you know a whole class of people singing. No, no, okay, I, don't would, I don't know how that would work. I don't know. No, I wouldn't like that. Um, but no, it was just like this woman. She was like really cool and like eccentric and like would tell me all these stories about how <laughs> she told me a story about like going on like a drug bender and uh, ending up in Bora Bora. Or oh, okay. Yeah, what's that Some music? Dude? I don't know. Yeah, I, I did <laughs> for two seconds. Now it's gone. <laughs> There's like mm, a, a thing going on in that little section over there. I saw the TV playing, and I don't uh, know if uh, there's also music associated. Yeah, cool. Anyway, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I was taking vocal lessons, and uh, it was just one on one. It is weird though. Like you have to like because you sound like an idiot a lot of the time because mm-hmm. you're like finding out like what you can and can't do, and then yeah. building from there. So you oh, okay. basically have to like sound really bad so she can be like okay well this is how we fix that and oh, okay and i was doing that when i was like 15 i did that for like two or three years and uh yeah which was also kind of weird because i was like in punk bands but i was learning to sing like kind not of not punky yeah i mean i still did like and i was like really into like screaming and stuff i was really in the band the, into the band they used when i was growing up okay i'm not familiar uh they were just like an emo screamo band with a guy who like would scream so hard that he would like vomit on stage oh my god <laughs> and they weren't really that like punk or hardcore or anything like that but that was i always thought that was kind of cool that's intense yeah. uh, i've not seen that before <laughs> i saw that in person one time uh with this band from moncton they were called impulse items and they were kind of crazy and like the singer would get like totally naked on stage sometimes he's just like oh, this yeah. scrawny dude <laughs> and um they had a <laughs> they had a song called boner at the zoo okay uh and like the whole court they just kept yelling boner at the zoo boner at the zoo over and over and then all this stuff about sexy animals <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and they were having this house show and it was in this like really small like the ceiling was super low and it was really long it was packed super hot everyone's so like sweaty yeah. and drunk and this guy is like in basically only a thong and he's like beat red just screaming boner at the zoo boner at the zoo and it was the last song and at the very last zoo he just puked all over the floor whoa and then it was just done and i was like that's maybe the coolest thing that I've ever seen. Punk. <laughs> yeah, it was very punk rock <laughs> yeah. that's cool well yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> um where did i want to go from there i guess um what other tattoos do you have uh, this one says some weird sin, which is okay. an Iggy Pop thing. Okay. Yeah, I love Iggy Pop. Uh, I've got a, uh, I've got like a pyramid on my knee. Okay. I've got on my other knee. It says Real Gone, which is a Tom Waits album. Okay. I really like him. Um, well, Where's the, where are you gonna put the one today? Back with I this crew. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. gonna be your your crew of your own guys. <laughs> I'm calling it my doodle sleeve. Doodle sleeve. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, it'll just be a bunch of like my random shit kind of on this part of my arm. Cool. But I also have this, like, scar. I have this, like, yeah. Yeah, because when I first moved here, I got hit by a car, like, two months in. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, I kind of want to do some stuff to that as well. Tattoo, like, over it or something about being hit. I don't know what I want to do. What was do. that scenario? Um, so I was going to Algonquin. I lived, like, in the Nepean area, like, mm-hmm. right by the school. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, me and a friend, we had a project. And 
we like finally get it done. The presentation was done. We went to the observatory, the campus mm-hmm. bar, and we were just drinking and like getting really, really drunk. And then we left to go get stoned at her place and we were going across the street. I don't remember this, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I remember leaving the bar and then I woke up in a hospital bed. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, everything's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I guess what happened is we went to cross when it was like a yellow light. So I guess the thinking was probably that like by the time we're halfway, like it's time to cross anyway. I don't know. (laughs) And then there was a car coming and it was like, oh, there's a red light, better speed through it. And then we like intersected. Yeah. And I got my whole left side because I have a big one on my uh, leg as well. Okay. So I went, she got, because we were like holding hands and we got hit together and she got hit kind of like on the shin. She broke her ankle, I think. Uh, I went shoulder and leg like in and then like flew out like 25 feet apparently wow. and just like ragdolled and like I was like on the ground and apparently like my <laughs> my balls fell out of my pants <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy had to like put them back in like for my dignity or whatever <laughs> wow. and uh, yeah <laughs> um, I've been trying to write a joke about this and that's the only part I ever can think of that's kind of funny <laughs> but that it, is well I think a t- lot of it is funny but it makes people uncomfortable <laughs> to talk about accidents and stuff yeah a little bit but that definitely adds to the humor yeah, yeah. well what i always say is my balls fell out like of my pants not my body uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's my little joke that i say to andrew wampold all the time um but anyway uh yeah and then i was in the hospital uh broken shoulder broken leg i was in there for a week and it was right before the christmas break so i went home like a little early and i just was in a wheelchair the entire i was in the wheelchair for like two months okay and i was then on crutches for a month, and then my leg got infected, and then I went back to the hospital for three more weeks. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then there was there was a lot of like putting in gear, taking out gear. Like I had a lot of different surgeries and wow. shit like that. Yeah. Okay. They were they were putting me under so often that I remember being paranoid that like eventually maybe it, it wasn't was, gonna work. Yeah, because you hear those stories sometimes about people like waking up during oh. like dental surgery oh or, or anything like that, right? Because you can just sort of develop, like, an immunity. and then like, you're there too much, yeah. I guess. So I was sort of scared of that. And, like, they put me under for one. And then they, like, woke me up and they were, like, wheeling me out. And I, like, it like you don't understand the passing of time when you go under, like, mm-hmm. anesthesia like that or whatever. So <laughs> I, like, woke up and was like, no, no, I'm awake. I'm awake. Don't do anything. And the nurse was like, it already happened. Like, <laughs> really pissy. Like, she <laughs> said it with a lot of disdain. Yeah. I think people probably just. you're in your right mind. Yeah, like, they're just yeah. so used to it. Yeah, she was basically just like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's it's done. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, interesting. So that was like my, again, I was here. I moved here in, uh, I think, August or September uh, of 2014. And, okay. this, and this happened at the end of November. Okay. So I was here. I was like, this is what happens when you leave your <laughs> home. <laughs> you just get really, really hurt. Are you a skateboarder? No, not really. I used to longboard and stuff. Okay, yeah. The lazy man's skateboard. That's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just couldn't do tricks or anything. Yeah, so exactly. I, like, like, I got transportation and I'm still doing something kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I used to do that all the time. I, I, had a long, I don't know how I didn't eat. Well, I did actually eat shit on my longboard all the time because I would insist on doing it. Like, like you said, it's transportation, so mm-hmm. I'd like, go out drinking. And I used to live... <laughs> When I lived with my parents uh, back in Moncton, we lived, like, way out in the boonies. Mm -hmm. So I would sometimes have to, like, walk to and from town. It would be, like, two hours. 
And so longboarding would kind of cut that yeah. in half, but I'd be out drinking and I would just sort of like come to and be like bombing a hill oh, in the countryside God. and be like, Jesus. In the dark. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing that I did not die. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so you have a couple of your songs, like I found your band camp and there's some I really like. Uh, you have one called Song for a Maritime Busker. I like that one. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was one of my like solo things. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have another one that I think is funny called No Words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where the only words are no words. Yeah, that's a very lazy song. <laughs> yeah, but it's still like a funny idea. Yeah. Have you done, have you, I think you maybe done it once, like a mix of music comedy? Yeah, sort of. Me and uh, Wombolt, me and Andrew Wombolt, uh, who will, I sometimes will, for whatever reason, choose to collaborate with. <laughs> it doesn't always go very good, but we do it all yeah. the time. Um, we one time did a thing where I played guitar and he read like weird comedy poetry he had. Okay. And uh, yeah, and it was kind of good. We, Whenever we do our like dual things, we never plan it. So like the ending is usually pretty clunky and awkward <laughs> where we're just like, okay, we're done now. And, yeah, okay. But it was fun. And I've thought about writing some comedy songs because mm-hmm. I thought it'd be kind of fun to like just write about some of the topics I already have. So I can just do a couple jokes I already have and then just mm-hmm. go into a song of like the same topic and do a set that way. But, I mean, I have a lot of ideas, but I don't always execute them, so who knows if that will ever happen. Okay. Because there's a couple differences of music comedy where it's like, some people have like Weird Al or Garfunkel Notes have their comedy songs, but then like Dimitri Martin or Nick Thune are playing guitar while doing one-liners. Yeah. That's an interesting way of doing it, too. Yeah, and then Bo Burnham, who does like all of that. (laughs) Whatever you call that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that guy blows my mind. Um, I just watched What again the other day, because it's on YouTube, so uh, you could just... I haven't seen that one in a while. I really like uh, Make Happy. Oh, for sure. That one yeah. blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, I was lis- I was just listening to the oh, Kanye okay. song the other day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I literally was getting chills. I just like I mm. find I'm just like man, this guy puts so much work in. Like he's so insanely talented. Yeah, yeah it blows my mind. I w- had watched um, Eighth Grade. Yeah. And at someone I knew, I'd only heard good things. And then I talked to one person who I don't have a high opinion of, and she was like, "Oh, I hated that movie." And I'm like, "I bet I'm gonna love it." <laughs> and then I was like, "Yeah, it was great." And she's like, "It wasn't funny. I thought Bo." Burnham was going to be, and I'm like, okay, you just, you just have no idea what you're yeah, talking about. <laughs> no, it's like an incredibly like yeah. touching movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's um, so good. So I guess like, I kind of want to go back to yeah, what you sure. do. I, um, I keep kind of no, no. I love the, the tangent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that tangents off tangents is yeah, the sure. way to go. But kind of back to your job of dog walking. Yeah. Um, if there's going to be a new dog walker trainer trainee, how what would be some tips you would would give them? I've had to do that. Yeah. Before. Okay. Yeah. And what are the things that they might not know so that you have to tell them? Um, I'm really bad at training people. Okay. I've always have been at any job I've ever had. They'll stick me with people, and I'm just and like I find with any job, and I'm training someone, I have to like be careful because like I just learn how to do things well the wrong way sometimes okay. you know what I mean like, yeah when you do a job long enough and you're just like okay well I can do this instead of like the thing I'm probably supposed to do and like it'll still get the same results it's like let's see your math and you look at it you're like this is all wrong but somehow you have the right answer <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> but you can't teach people that way so yeah, I have no. to kind of just like it's never fun I hate doing it but it's pretty easy with dog walking because it's not that complicated it's just mm-hmm. don't let go don't let go <laughs> near traffic and, and you should be fine the comedy idea of it would be picturing you with like seven dogs like yeah. in a cartoon what's the most you think you could do at once or I've, have you done I've it? done about for sure five maybe six holy yeah. shit that's <laughs> I don't anymore like the company keeps sort of changing like restructuring um and like I because yeah when I tell people they think I just like go door to door being like hey can I walk your dog but like yeah. I, work, I work for a company called bitches walking dogs yeah um and yeah they were like really well structured but like at first it was a little more loose and they'd be like yeah just take these five dogs and like walk around for an hour 
and it would kind of suck because they get like all like tangled up and like like one of them's huge <laughs> yeah. and two of them are tiny getting like under the huge one it's just yeah. like a big pain in the ass and one time i was like I was getting kind of fed up and I was just sort of pulling them in like different directions to get them like straightened out. And mm-hmm. some woman like pulled over in her car and was just like, she's like, Hey, don't you think you're being a little rough with those dogs? <laughs> and I was like, I was so like just tired and didn't yeah. care. I was like, Hey, have you ever walked five dogs? <laughs> and she was like, no. And I was like, okay, have a nice day. And I just kept going. And she was like, Oh, they're really nice. And I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, no, generally I walk like one or two one at a time. time. That makes sense. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> two, but yeah, but there's been times where it's a lot, but I don't think we do that really anymore. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty easy. It's yeah, just, but you just walk all day. Like all I do is like from, it's pretty short days, I guess. Like it's only like usually like four or five hours, Okay. but it's just walking for those entire. And you're fine with in the winter. Like you have no problem yeah, going out. It's, still it, good. it's a lot of good like exercise or just being outside, but yeah. in the winter, like you're, you're fine to like. It's fine. Yeah. You just learn to layer. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. all it is. I mean, yeah. It's pretty cold in the East Coast, too, so I was already ready for layering. Okay, um, yeah. But then I came here, and I all cocky, being like, yeah, I know what it, I know what the cold is like, and it's, like, so much worse here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. I didn't realize that. It's, it's a special really, kind of... It's yeah. very bitter. It's, like, a bitter cold that fucking sucks. Yeah, just... Yeah, the past couple of days. We've had a really weird week this week of like it being so nice that I was outside one day. I didn't need gloves, and it was I was going tubing, and I still didn't need them. And <laughs> yeah. then days like where shows are getting canceled just because people yeah. aren't going out. Totally. <laughs> I'm the worst for that, too, because like I have this weird habit of choosing not to look at the weather before I leave the house. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like, I'll figure it out when I'm out there. Yeah. It's always the worst. I'm always like either too like hot because I'm wearing too much shit or I'm super cold because I didn't wear enough. I just always fuck it up. So yeah, I, I'm the same way. And you're just like, Oh, I know there's a weather app, but <laughs> yeah, I have it too. I downloaded yeah. it and everything, but I use it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you have, I'm guessing I'm guessing you have a couple collections of things just the based off of the way you seem because you have a VHS collection. Yes, I do. And how big is that? Uh, first of all, I want to say that this is the most pretentious and hipster thing about me that okay. I have. It's my it's my hipster vice, I call it. Because are you watching these or you just have them and you're getting? More? I do. I go okay. through phases. I I do definitely pick up more than I watch. Okay. I have like probably like 400, I would say. Oh, at this point. Okay. Wow. Um, what kind of TV are you watching this on? Just I have like a flat screen, but I just and like it works. plug. Yeah, I just plug a thing okay. into it, and I'm thinking of getting just like an old TV specifically for mm-hmm. my VHSs, and like I yeah, and I buy different VCRs all the fucking time because they break because they're <laughs> old shitty technology that you don't need. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you're no, rewinding things. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's stupid. I don't know why I like it. I just do. <laughs> but um, well, no, I do know why I like it because it's like because they stop making them at a certain point mm-hmm. it's almost like a time capsule of like a certain era of yeah. movies we've got a few different eras obviously but yeah. like it's kind of cool because you just you can be like oh yeah like Brendan Fraser's Bejeweled or Bedazzled or whatever that movie's called okay I don't know That's, he sells the soul of the devil I don't remember what it sure. is <laughs> and I guess just I don't know I, just, I, I like the idea I used to have a DVD collection that I've just since stopped but yeah. it's kind of cool just to have a shelf full of all these different yeah. art uh, just all the stories and you can just see it all even if you're not watching you're For like sure. oh, I love this story and that story and if someone comes over you're all just talking about these different things yeah no, and I like I, there's something about like the aesthetic of them just like mm-hmm. these old shitty and like nostalgia like I just like mm-hmm. nostalgic stuff but yeah no, I collect those for sure I collect uh I guess like some like comics and graphic novels mm-hmm. not like to the point that I have like a bunch of like thin paperback like supermans or anything i just yeah. mostly graphic novels i would say like you're getting like newer ones you're not finding old like, not classics. really yeah not really um and i don't really read like superhero stuff like mm-hmm. i like dark, i like it when it's like 
very uh, dark human scenarios portrayed by like cartoony looking characters. Okay, like what are you? I don't know. Well, there's this one. I I used to read this one called uh, Hate Hate Comics. Uh, Okay, uh, and it featured this like character uh, Buddy Bradley, and it was like I don't know. He's just sort of this guy in the '90s who you know counterculture like around like the time of grunge, like really into that. And it would, they're very, like, exaggerated cartoony designs with, like, big flapping mouths and stupid teeth and, like, all this stuff. But then they're dealing with, like, characters are getting, like, STDs and, like, committing suicide okay, yeah. and things like that. And it's, like, this weird thing where, like, it hits you harder because, like, I think cartoons, like, were sort of trained to have that be, like, whimsical and mm-hmm. fun. So then when you throw in, like, something really serious, you're, like, not ready for it, so it hits you harder. Yeah. Like, I think that's why things like Rick and Morty and that's stuff exactly like that. exactly what I was picturing yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, those things are working really well right now because it's, like, we all grew up on cartoons, but it's just, like, oh, why is Bugs Bunny contemplating suicide? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's Talking like, about some crazy issues that are real or yeah. just uh, something you might not connect to but know someone that's definitely going through yeah, yeah, yeah. serious issues like alcoholism and loneliness. Totally. And, and all these different things yeah no it's great and like yeah it's it's real shit but yeah it's in this like cool yeah whimsical way so it's like i don't know i love that shit like i love adult cartoons and i love graphic novels and stuff like that it's just a a good mix of how to take something about being able to be laughing so much and then make oh wait we got something real it's it it's better to have that than having all one or all the other there's a lot of different ways but i was referring to the other day like jojo rabbit of like i haven't seen it yet i really want a serious subject with a very satirical yeah um, flair to it. Yeah, and it sounds great. I heard nothing but good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked at all the at the movies nominated for this oh, like, cool. Oscars, and that's part of it. I'm like, wow, this collection of things are so good. Like Tarantino's. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen Joker yet, but like, a it's bunch pretty good. Of- that's what I've heard. I, don't, I had a weird experience with the Joker. I feel like all these stories are like, so I was really high, <laughs> yeah. but I was. Uh, yeah. And I went to the Joker alone and just like smoked a big joint right before mm-hmm. I went in, which is always the worst. Like the transition period between yeah. like going into the theater until you get to your seat is like a nightmare every yeah. time. But, um, and that's what happened is I got all weird. I was like, you had to like pick your own seat on the thing, which mm-hmm. I, I don't like doing for some reason. I'm averse to change. And um, I screwed it up and I picked my seat like basically in the front row. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was just like, fuck. You thought it was the back. I guess. I don't know what I was doing. And I, so I went and I'm all baked and alone in my like shitty leather jacket. And I'm like sitting in the front row and there's like, like 12 rows behind me of nothing until it gets to people. And I just started thinking about how there was all this like scare and controversy about like active shooters going to the Joker. And I was just like, oh, oh really? Like, it's me for sure. <laughs> like people are, there was all this like, I don't know. People, like, he's like a medium. <laughs> yeah. But no, people were like saying that. They're like, oh, because of the Aurora shootings okay, back in yeah. the day, like the guy who dressed like the Joker, they were like, oh, well, that's going to happen. This is like a violent movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and ever, there was like, apparently in the States, like security, like at those movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I was getting paranoid about that anyway. And then I realized that, like, for sure, I look like the one who's going to do it because I'm a psycho sitting alone in the front. front. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't want to move because I was just like, well, what if I get someone see that they already booked the seat? And, like, I was just thinking too much. I was like, I'm just going to be incredibly uncomfortable for the next two and a half hours. (laughs) Because if you weren't that baked, you could think, like, oh, I'll just say sorry and move. (laughs) But no, I couldn't. I was just like, I guess I'm just... I don't want that interact the weird moment. (laughs) Because I'm just dealing with this. Yeah. I did. It was fine, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's good.
<laughs> what are the, you said you had other collections? It just seems like that, that kind of thing. Like, uh, or no? I'm, I guess I have vinyl. I don't buy okay. them much anymore, okay. but I, I have quite a bit Again, of Again, another nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but then I'll, that's a, a very common thing. Yeah, VHS sure. is not as much. Like, again, I have, I know... Like, um, it's funny, I actually seen you had post about finding uh, all those Bond movies on the side yeah, of the road. Yeah, I have like every single James Bond movie. I found it all yeah. like just in a pile. In one bag, like on the side of the road. Yeah. So I, I, I sent that picture to my cousin. I'm like, did you get rid of your James Bond movies? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I still have them. Okay, man, that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, no, I, yeah, he still has those on VHS and DVD. Oh, cool. And he's just really into that. And I, then he was I, like, and they have two copies of the same movie? Why would they have that? <laughs> I think I might have just had one already, and then I just got this oh, pile. Okay, and yeah. I was like, okay. But I, I do have a lot of doubles, because I'll forget what I have sometimes mm-hmm. and be like, oh, Groundhog Day, and then buy that. That's kind of an ironic like, one to, yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> buy over and over again. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, vinyl for sure. I guess that's pretty much it. I, uh, yeah, no, it's mostly just the VHS and the vinyl, and then I guess the comics. Like, pretty uh, nerdy, hipster bullshit. <laughs> yeah, okay. And where do you keep those? Are they on a very public shelf, your VHS? Yeah, I'm sort of transitioning my, like, where things are in my house and my room right now, because okay. I, like, I actually want to do, uh, start doing a podcast and stuff, mm-hmm. and I want to, I have a really big, like, loft bedroom. It's like a whole up, uh, like, upper floor. Oh, okay. So I want to convert where part people of hang it. out. It, well, it's what I'm hoping to do. Yeah. I haven't really done that yet. So I'm trying to put all my shit up there and like have like a bunch of shelves of uh, all my VHSs and stuff and okay. alphabetize it so I can like remember what I actually have and not keep buying Groundhog Day over and over again. One time my uncle had his huge VHS collection and I just was bored and I alphabetized it just because <laughs> I was like, I want this to happen because of my own idiosyncrasies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after, after I was done, he gave me a quarter and I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> that is insult. That's not what I did. Yeah. Also, that is underpayment. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, I would have rather nothing. Yeah, it probably took like an hour and a half. <laughs> sure, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Got to see all these different things. That's how I learned about a lot of different movies and TV shows just from all my family being huge movie nerds. Oh, cool. Like I would play Seen It with my family and oh, get nice. destroyed and then I'd play with my friends and destroy, destroy them. them and yeah. so it was never fun. There no. was never, <laughs> I, I, I think with. destroying people at games is pretty fun. Um, but then they don't want to play with you again. Like oh, after that's that. too good. <laughs> and then yeah. you're like, oh, they're like, no, well, that's a <laughs> terrible idea. Like I had that with, yeah, there's several games like Mario Baseball. People <laughs> would play that with me once. Mario and I, Baseball? I don't yeah. think I've ever played that one. Is oh. that like a 64 game? It was on GameCube, I think. Oh, okay. And yeah, that one was a lot of fun. Man, I was really into Mario Tennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I learned the rules of tennis, as I'm sure most Yeah, games. no, me too. I don't totally understand them still, <laughs> but I just... Uh, yeah, me and my cousin, we used to live together in this like shitty basement apartment and we would just like, I worked in this terrible like newspaper factory. Um, I'd work like, I think it was like eight to eight. Okay. And what? yeah, so it's just like these long days. So I'd get there at eight in the morning, leave eight at night. And there was only two shifts. There was the, the eight a.m. to 8 p.m. shift and the 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. shift so you would just be leaving you go up the stairs and you see them coming down the stairs wow. and then the next day you'd go down the stairs and see them coming up the stairs <laughs> it's the most depressing goddamn thing it's the only two shifts so wow it's fucking awful what did you do there i was loading um flyers into like these like hopper machines that then would like so there's like a million of these hopper machines and then we have it laid out so it's like i don't even know why i know this still uh it basically just assigns the flyers like in order uh, and then puts them into the newspaper and then you bundle up the newspaper put it into a like a pallet and okay yeah fucking just doing that yeah in a <laughs> windowless basement from eight and eight it was the worst i was like 19 the way i quit that job is, or the way i stopped going to that job i should say <laughs> is um i it was like maybe a 20 minute walk from my house um and i walked in like a snowstorm so it took me like 45 minutes and i got there and i walked up the steps and i got to the door and i was just like 
I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I just walked home in the snow. I was like, I'd rather just walk back through a snowstorm oh. and go into this bullshit job. For another eight. Like yeah. Long, like they feel longer than eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't, yeah. I wasn't doing it again. It paid well and shit, but and it was like three days on, four days off. That was kind of cool. Okay. But, but anyway, the whole point is I'd come home from this job, and my cousin was a roofer, so he'd come home from that job, which is way harder uh, and we'd just be super dead but we would just like get stoned not speak and just play mario tennis for like <laughs> hours but it got like dark like we would like if you lost like people we broke the arms of the couch because he would like i he broke the arms of the couch he would like punch it like a like donkey kong he would just like slam his fist onto the arm of the couch and eventually just like caved in one day <laughs> and he did it to both arms he just started sitting on the other side and then he broke that one because <laughs> you were beating him a lot or just the, sometimes or just it, on the times the yeah time. yeah when yeah we were pretty evenly yeah, matched okay. so that's what it would make it almost worse because it was like really even and then one of us would ultimately have to win and he developed like a tick i remember he would uh, <laughs> he would lose and he'd be like fuck and then he'd like take his hand and he'd slap the back of his neck three times cool. and then put his hand down and keep going and after a while i was like yo why do you keep doing that he's like doing what and i was like you keep slapping your neck when you're losing he's like i don't know what you're talking about and then he like did it and i was like right there and he's like oh shit yeah. <laughs> we're like okay this is getting weird oh wow yeah i've heard a story of uh a buddy of mine was playing Civilization with his other friend in the same like room. Okay. So they're playing against each other, and it got so intense of their battle going, but they stopped talking to each other. Like, <laughs> just oh, like, it wasn't like friendly rivalry. Yeah. It was like fuck you <laughs> and what you did to my country. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it gets political and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, we used to get pretty confrontational because we would just break. We played N64, and like those controllers are like pretty, like they they're sturdy, like because yeah. I would just like slam it against the floor, and like they would do, they would last. It was crazy. Mm. But now I was just there for the winter, and when we were or for the holidays, and when we were playing, we just have a selection of three broken controllers that are broken in like different ways so you have to like choose like what Which, you're willing to sacrifice oh certain it's not even just parts of it like buttons yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like each of them has a certain action that doesn't work but it's all different ones so yeah. you have to be like okay well what do i need when i'm playing super smash bros that like yeah. i need this one <laughs> so, yeah. that's funny uh, one thing that i like to ask comedians um is can you tell me one of your set lists like well maybe a recent one like i just love hearing like the the words that you have that you write yeah. down yeah uh, I feel like they're not as funny as they used to be. They okay. used to say stuff like gay cum and things like that. <laughs> nice. I mean, I think maybe that's funny. Maybe that's <laughs> not. Um, yeah, my set list right now would probably say... Uh, it would say Battle of the Bands, Haddad, Syria. Uh, Meat Kite is one that... I usually write MK, though, because it just looks insane. Meat Kite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Dog Church, I would say. <laughs> Lion King vasectomy. I guess they do look kind of funny. Yeah, those are pretty funny. You're just so used to them now that you write them all the time on a piece exactly. of paper. But if someone found that... Man, okay, I've heard you talk yeah. about this on... I've listened to your podcast mm -hmm. and heard you talk about that, but I have a story like about that. Yeah, oh, because perfect. I, uh, <laughs> I was traveling last winter to go home. I went to Florida first, and then I was going back to Moncton, and I was uh, at the border security crossing or whatever the fuck you call it, uh, going from the States into Canada. Mm -hmm. And I had my leather jacket just like on the back of my suitcase. And then I guess it had fallen off and I was like, fuck. And I had to go back and I went to the border security and they were just like, oh, this is your jacket. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay. Uh, we were like going through it to find like any identification. And we just found this like list of paper and it was just one of my seven. <laughs> That's amazing. And it looked insane. And that was one of the headlights. It said like gay cum. It said sell drugs, which I probably <laughs> shouldn't say in an airport. <laughs> um, it just said like crazy things. And they were just, but it also had a bunch of band 
names on it. It said like Ramones. It said some other band name or maybe Beatles or something. And uh, he was like, yeah, is this like your playlist? And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> Can I just have that, please? That's an awesome place for that to be found. Yeah. yeah. And, or not. It could have been worse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me two to-do list. Yeah, exactly. That's what kind of, well, that's what they look like. They look like an insane person's mm, grocery yeah, list exactly. or something. Like, yeah, just a nonsense grocery list. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we're basically kind of wrapping up. Okay. Um, one thing that I want to do, though, is you have listened to more episodes than me of You Made It Weird, which does not happen a lot. <laughs> okay. You're a bigger weirdo than I am. <laughs> okay, and, cool. Uh, How do you one, know that for, for sure? Because one time you told me you listened to the Eliza Schlesinger episode like four times. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, that is another level. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even like her comedy necessarily. No, <laughs> exactly. And so that's why I listened to it was because yeah. I had listened to some of her stand-up, and I wasn't a huge fan, and so I was not going to listen to that episode. I'm like, oh, if you listen to it four times, there must be something. <laughs> thing there i knew it was good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> and, and i listen to a lot of episodes like multiple 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 mm-hmm. times i have I've, certain ones yeah. that i've definitely listened to like upwards of 20 times that okay so you see you're a bigger weirdo <laughs> like yeah a bigger for fan sure. that's like i'm literally a weird person <laughs> in that case. yeah um and what, what episodes have you listened to 20 times uh i would say is that like where the question was going no like, what no am I it's not. okay okay but i will tell okay um harris whittles for sure, sure yeah. um his was amazing i've listened to anything he's done probably 20 times like podcast hey, comedy bang bang like, yeah those all those are, are amazing uh, analyze fish is so fucking funny okay uh, i haven't i should check those out yeah it's just him he's obsessed with the band fish yeah. and scott ackerman hates the band fish yeah, and he just okay. tries to convince him and fails for like eight episodes okay. in a row <laughs> and it's so like it's almost better if you don't like fish i think because okay. he, he just rips on them and harris <laughs> is like yeah i mean you're right actually and like it like almost turns him more but mm. anyway so that's good okay. so i've listened to his episode a million times there's specifically the second one because um his Whittle, whittles died of a heroin overdose yeah and he was an amazing uh, comedic person and like he's like my ultimate like comedian comedian he's not like a stand-up but he did a little bit of stand-up but he's like a comedic writer the jokes and, he would do were stand-up he wrote for parks and rec yeah and, exactly and, yeah. And he was a great like shitty one-liner like just hmm. these terrible one-liners are so bad that they're amazing and wi-fi like, because fi, exactly. like things like that oh, I, I agree they're amazing yeah i love that stuff um <laughs> yeah, he had one that's just like, I'm not going to get married until gay people can get married because I'm gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's just so stupid and funny. Yeah. But yeah, his second episode um, is him talking to P. Holmes, like, all like in detail about mm-hmm. going to, uh, um, like, through recovery for mm-hmm. opioids and then heroin and, like, talking about what it, like, everything he went through to, like, score heroin mm-hmm. and, like... This and dressing like a cop and being... Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah, all this, like, crazy stories and it's, like, it's so dark and he died, like, three months later or something mm-hmm. and uh, it's just this crazy, crazy detail and he's making it so funny. It's so yeah. dark and he's making it so funny Yeah, and that, I always find that really amazing but, mm-hmm. um, so that that's an episode I've listened to a million times. Uh, Patrick Walsh, uh, he's okay. really funny. He was a writer for uh, Always Sunny for quite a while. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he wrote uh, Kitten Mittens, if you remember oh. that one. That's I've actually listened to his episode because and now I know that. Okay, yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. I just I'm not as familiar. He's amazing. he's someone who I found through that podcast mm-hmm. and then became obsessed with. Okay. And he has a pretty good podcast called uh, We'll See You in Hell, where him and the, com- the comedian uh, Joe DeRosa just yeah, talk okay. about uh, horror movies and stuff. Okay. But yeah, his podcast is amazing. He just talks about all these crazy stories of like you know you heard it being in like New York and like a woman on the subway like having diarrhea next to him and just these <laughs> terrible stories. Yeah, like, yeah, like hearing that shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's gross. Um, so my question yeah. is, you've heard so many of these episodes and treat this like uh, as like a pre-interview just so if you ever went on his podcast (laughs) you would say this is your practice okay so what is the point of this all what is the meaning of life you've heard so many different people's opinions and thoughts or just all these different beliefs because he has so many different 
people on. Yeah. What are yours based off of hearing so many others and Yeah, and that's that's true because I find listening to that podcast like I I don't like it that much these days. I found it got a little too like preachy and spiritual. Mm -hmm. And I like the spiritual stuff of like this, like talking about like the meaning of life and Mm -hmm. all that shit. Um but yeah, so I have heard a million of those. Yeah. And I found like back in the day, it like was helpful like for basically constructing my own opinions of what I thought about things because they're just a bunch of really interesting people having really deep thoughts. Yeah. Um, so what is the meaning of life? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think that... Dead over? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah, no, I think so. Like, because I don't think there is meaning. And I think when you die, um, you're just like you're reassigned into the universe kind of like electric. You just become part of like the electrical pulse of whatever is making everything happen. Hmm. That's okay. what I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, th- I think you continue on, but without any like ego. So you aren't aware of yourself anymore. Hmm. I think you lose like awareness and just become like some sort of energy or something. I think that's definitely true because like you're saying, we get to still listen to Harris Whittles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or most recently I've been listening to a lot of the new Mac Miller album. Yeah, me too. It's really good. It is, but it's yeah. still just an odd thing of his, it's his energy. That's his, yeah. what he came up with and created and it's still going to exist totally. for a long time and inspire a lot of people. Yeah. And so, going off that it's a little off topic but like what do you think about stuff like that like when things are like released posthumously like so like that or like Heath Ledger's Joker and stuff like that like I can never tell I always love those things and I Mm -hmm. can never tell if I like it more because it's after and you're just like it's interesting because you're like looking at it and you're like oh this was like what was coming next or where it was going but it's like this final thing like Mm -hmm. I think I I don't know if this is like kind of sick but like i like that <laughs> so i definitely it's like, have it, things like that where it's it's a weird like kind of interest in the dead where yeah. i didn't listen to mac miller at all before yeah, me either. and then i hear all these people that i respect talking about how much they loved and respected him like oh i didn't realize that yeah. all these people liked him i was have to check out his stuff and then i got really into swimming and then now this one yeah. and so it's just kind of a weird thing uh, where some there's just some kind of it's the it's freaky a, element of yeah, it yeah it's an, an interesting context or something mm-hmm. for it to like live within and yeah because, like, I I always wondered that specifically about Heath Ledger's Joker. Because, like, I saw that movie, like, six times in theaters when sure. I was in high school. Yeah. Like, I loved it. And yeah. I was, and people will say, well, yeah, it's only good. Like, it just seems good because he's dead. And I was like, maybe. But, I like, so. I thought it was pretty fucking he, sweet. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess when I watch that, I actually don't even think of Heath Ledger. I just think the performance is just yeah, so good totally. that, like, the Joker is there. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. It's just such a good oh, yeah. role. Um, okay, so I think that, you know how we end this, is yes. I have a series of ways that we can end. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you can pick which one you want based off of those cool. ones. Okay. Let's do Death Row. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're on Death Row? Okay. What is your final meal? You cool. can get anything you want. It could be a kind of fairly big plate. You can get like a decent amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anybody can make it, like whatever. Cool. I was hoping that's what this was. Okay. okay. <laughs> I have, this isn't what my final meal would be, um, but I had this idea a little while ago. I was going to maybe write a joke about this, but I think it's too gross. Like you always hear about people talking about their like, uh, they talk about if they were going to be on death row, they would eat something so that they like have a really gross shit when they're killed or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah people sure. say that sometimes. Maybe they don't. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I, I hear people say that. <laughs> <laughs> But like, uh, yeah, they're like, oh, I want to eat a bunch of Mexican foods. So like when they pull the thing, like fuck you, and like super gross. That is a stance. <laughs> yeah. oh but I would, I think I would go like the opposite, where I would eat something that like blocks me up, so that later <laughs> when they have to like unzip the corner bag or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like That's it's delayed. It's like a timed bomb or whatever. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, oh, this guy didn't shit at all when he died. Like I thought this was supposed to happen, and then like. <laughs> An hour later, they open the bag, and it's, like, one of those, like, bank bags with, like, the ink bomb goes up or whatever. 
yeah. think that that could be a pretty good joke. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's pretty gross. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think you need the right group of <laughs> yeah. weirdos. Maybe at a like a punk house or something. Yeah, exactly. Show, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, okay. So what would I eat? Um, shit, I don't know, man. I always wondered that, about that because like. Can you have like anything like like an eclectic spread? Yeah. Should it, be, okay, it doesn't have to be like themed. No, no. I probably get a bunch want. of Popeyes chicken because okay. I fucking love Popeyes chicken, man. And like the biscuits. A, yeah, the biscuits are great. Uh, I'd eat a bunch of Popeyes chicken. I would drink a bunch of shit that I like always regret eating, like immediately after. Yeah. I would just be like, well, fuck it, whatever. I'll get all my like regret food. So a bunch yeah. of that, a bunch of like McDonald's breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like a. F- 40 of like sh- like Colt 45 mm-hmm. <laughs> like a shit well no I, I okay I would get Colt 45 but I would also get like a really nice like whiskey okay I'd balance them out yeah because uh, <laughs> I'd want to get shit faced because yeah. I'm about to die <laughs> yeah. so but why not um yeah so just a bunch of shitty fast food mm-hmm. uh, but I would want a couple like, okay so shitty fast food and then maybe like a really nice like uh like a Reuben sandwich or okay. something wow. so a couple shitty things and a couple really nice things <laughs> okay and any dessert no I okay this is like a whole tangent of mine. Uh, I never have room for dessert, mm-hmm. and I have a business model, and I want to run this by you and okay. see, how, see what you think. I want to open a restaurant uh, called Room for Dessert, and mm. the whole premise of the restaurant is that the meals are very small portions, but then the desserts are like really like extravagant, amazing desserts oh, that you okay. actually have fucking room to eat. Because I never have room. And that's most of what you're eating. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you'd that's start, cool. It would almost be like appetizers, appetizers and yeah. then like a really awesome fucking dessert. Okay, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's my other restaurant oh, idea okay. that <laughs> no one ever likes as much. Uh, a restaurant where the food comes pre-cut. Because <laughs> I don't like cutting my food. It's like annoying and I like ruin the display if they were like professionally cutting yeah, and yeah. it comes out. No, no one likes the idea. It just makes them realize how lazy I am as a person. <laughs> I don't, that's not as fun. <laughs> it definitely is another Yeah, it's definitely convenient for the yeah. lazy or those who are uncuttable yeah, or yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But definitely interesting idea. <laughs> Didn't know you, would, you were thinking that way. Oh, yeah, I got oh. a business mind. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, cool. Well, yeah. uh, this is the end. Thank you so much for yeah, coming thank on. Thank you. This is great, man. Awesome. Uh, see ya. <laughs> see ya. Salute. <laughs> yeah.